Hello, gents. Happy Saturday to you, July 31st, 2021. This is the host and creator of Our Fellow Man podcast that you are listening to. This is Rob. Hope everybody's having a good start to their weekend. Uh, this is the weekly briefing for this past week, um, which, if you're new here, it is where I just kind of summarize in my own thoughts and own opinions about the week previous that that is just that we've just gone through um whether it be news whether it be politics whether it be sports music art something i'm really digging and into um just little tidbits of thoughts that uh i kind of put together and and uh bring you guys so let's let's kick it off um so obviously I'm kind of mixed on, I see people on Twitter talking about how, you know, I don't talk about politics. I'm not going to talk. And I understand it. I can respect it. I also can see the, the other side, though, too. Um, I think that you can simply deny the impact that politics has has on everyone's life um, and to the point where you're in complete denial I don't want to talk about it endlessly I don't um, I just think it's a dead end street eventually where if that's all you talk about it gets really boring it becomes an echo chamber Especially if it is completely, if it's always one-sided, there's no nuance to it at all, which I think is a huge problem in our country right now, is we have lost, conversations have no nuance anymore. You're either all this or you're all that. And if you believe this, then that makes you this. And if you believe that, that makes you that. Um, so I, 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 I don't like getting into it like that. But at the same time, it, it has a major impact on our lives. You know, who we vote for, who's in office, what policies are being enacted. All of these things ha- have an impact. And I, I think it's foolish to just completely disregard them and, and not acknowledge them at times. Um, because I think that it, it does play a huge role in our lives. Um, that said, you know, um, with what's going on in our country right now, I, I think one of the biggest things, and, and even Republicans, conservatives, whatever you want to call them, and, and I know, you know, forgive me, they might be two totally different things to, to some people, I, I, you know, that's something I really don't care about, they, whatever. The, the right, whatever you want to call it. I get frustrated with them as well, is that they like to trump themselves up as being for justice and law and order, and, and yet I don't really hear a whole lot of these guys doing much of anything. Like, we, we have a humongous crime issue that has blown up. It started last summer, and actually before that, but it was a 
a whole mix, a powder keg of things that came together last summer with the way that politicians were enabling and encouraging unlawful behavior. Period. They were straight up encouraging it. They were behind it. They supported it. They liked it. Okay? And it has continued. It has gone through the last year, year and a half, because we have an administration in office that has policies that are allowing these thugs and criminals and douchebags to basically rule the streets without any kind of consequence. And they know it. It doesn't take a genius. My daughter could figure this out. And she is probably a genius, but that's beside the point. Um, You don't have to have but a pea-sized brain to be able to understand that the rhetoric... Remember how they used to always talk about the rhetoric about Donald Trump and stuff like that? They, what, what about the rhetoric that you were giving last summer? Defund the police. De- all cops are bad. Or bastards or whatever the hell that stupid acronym stands for. Uh, you know, institutional racism has caused crime. Or COVID is causing crime. All these just ridiculous lies. They are lies. Okay. What, that those words don't have weight? Those words which have enabled and encouraged and basically given the green light to criminal elements in our society to do whatever they want? They don't have weight? It's not the same thing? I mean, the biggest thing with me of politics that makes me sick is just blatant hypocrisy. And we have it rampant right now. We have it with COVID. We have it with crime. We have it with the border. It's just rampant, especially on the left. And getting back to my initial point with Republicans, they aren't even saying enough is, is I think we should be talking about the crime in our country. You cannot have, sorry if you, uh, if you guys hear the, hear the aircraft right there. Um, you cannot have a functioning society with the level of crime that we're having. And I know the people that, uh, you know, watch CNN all the time and things like that, they're going to say, oh, it's just being exaggerated. Oh, okay, yeah. You, you're you in complete denial. You cannot have a functioning society with the level of crime, the blatant, the, the out in the open, the, the, the um, in-your-face kind of element that these guys feel it's obvious. They have no fear of repercussions. None. And they are just essentially doing whatever they want. And they, they feel no, no consequence. Because they're not getting any consequence for their actions. And too many... I, I uh, put something on Twitter the other day about... Uh, I think it was the head of the GOP. I forget her name. Rona, Rona McDaniel. Or so, she's one of the the voices of the GOP, right? And and she's focusing, she's tweeting out, and I've seen several conservatives do this, about um, Hunter Biden's artwork. And I'm like, really? Is that, is that the most important thing right now? Is that, is, is that what you should be focusing on? How about you focus on crime? 
in our in our cities. How about you focus on that? And and stop worrying about a guy's artwork and the price of it. Okay? Yes, I know that it looks, you know, sketchy at best. It would be the word. Okay? But you've got rampant crime happening out in broad daylight. You've got children being killed constantly. I mean, look at Chicago. It's 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 a war zone. And they completely ignore it. They don't want to talk about it, and uh, the the progressives, and then the guys on the right. Again, they're not doing enough. You're you're worrying about something um, about Joe Biden's son, okay? Whether he's a screw up or not, who cares? That is not a priority. You should be every single day going out there and saying what is this government doing about crime? What are the policymakers doing about crime? What are the local city governments doing about crime? Why are they allowing this and just preaching to the people and saying, we are the party that is going to fix this? These criminals should be held accountable. There should be rhetoric that tells them unequivocally, if you commit a crime, you're going to jail. We're going to find you. There, there, there has to be, there has to be a harsher tone. And even Republicans, you know, who will talk tough here and there about it and all that, they don't do it consistently enough. They don't do it hard enough. You need to. There needs to be more of an attitude now, like Rudy Giuliani had in New York. Okay, enough of this pussyfooting around. We're gonna find you. You're going to prison or jail. You will not be on our streets. You are not going to ruin the lives of the people who obey the law, okay, and and harm or or hurt others, okay. And and he went even further. And and he the the whole idea. I don't know if you guys have you know ever heard about it back then, but you know the broken window. I forget what it's the you know, broken window policy or you know it's like when you allow one seemingly quote-unquote small thing or small things to happen and to just allow them to go on eventually that's going to breed discontent it's going to breed apathy it's going to breed this this environment where these people that are doing these small things okay quote-unquote breaking windows know that they can get away with other things and bigger things and it's going to grow and they're going to be emboldened to, okay, let's see what I can get away with now. Okay? Which is why last summer, and even through this year, I'm sure, you have people shooting at cops. You have people jumping on police vehicles. You have people resisting arrest. It's it's constant. And, and it's not anything technically new, but it has been ramped up. And that has got to be addressed by both parties. And until they do, the, the one the, the the elected officials who talk about this and demand more from our local governments, from even the American people, which is another point I was going to get into in a little bit. But those people are the ones that I respect. That should be number one priority in our country. And there are some things that go off of that or kind of go with it, like the border, but Number one right now is public safety, okay? That is part of your job as a government official, a local government official or federal, whatever. 
is to protect the public. Is to is to um, make sure that our rights are respected in our lives. Period. And one of them is the you know the right to to freely go about and and to not have to constantly worry about being shot or killed. So, you know, that's something as as the midterms and and then the general election happens in 2024. That is a huge focal point for me. It it absolutely is because pretty much everything crumbles around that topic. If you do not fix these public safety issues and crime in these cities and in these suburbs and even further out, okay, and it continues to grow and get worse, okay, I live in and around Columbus, Ohio. We are up to probably 120 homicides now, and we are just getting to August. We've got four more months. We've already shattered the record for homicides in a single year here. Why, why is that? It's not a coincidence, okay? Because you have people, you have a street element that is emboldened and encouraged in many ways by progressive politicians, by Democrats, and they know that nothing's going to happen to them. They know that the cops are basically have their hands tied. And we are not enforcing laws that are on the books to the nth degree like we should be. We have prosecutors and judges and city council leaders who are want this to happen. They are siding with criminal elements. Okay? They want this to continue to happen. I absolutely believe that. I, I don't see how you can deny that. They're not doing anything about it. They somebody gets arrested, they're right back on the street not too long after that. And in New York and in places these these places that don't have any bail, they're they're on the street within twenty four hours most of the time you hear about from police who are on the ground. So that's a huge deal. And it's it's obviously been on you know, it's it's on my mind and I don't know how, you know, it you know, if you listen to or read the news at all you're going to see some element of the the rampant crime that's in our country right now. Speaking to what I was talking about and how it relates to, you know, the general population and what we can do. Well, first of all, obviously, you need to know how to protect yourself. You need to know how to, you know, elements of self-defense, how to fire a weapon if you have one how to operate a different type of weapon if you have one, situational awareness, which is really the key to it all. Know your surroundings. Be aware. Don't be walking around everywhere looking at your phone. And specifically, I wanted to talk to you guys out there, my audience, about finding ways, any small way, to improve your community and your, you know, small space in the world, wherever you're living, wherever you're raising a family, wherever you work. It doesn't have to be something huge. You, and and you, you got to realize that you can't control everything. But the things that you can control, if you see something, say something. You know, it's what the p- local police, and I think it's on a national level too, do it. 
Stop being apathetic about your neighborhood. If you don't live in the greatest place, which I don't, it's not Baltimore. It's not even close. But it's little nuisance, nuisance behavior. It's a regular dose of heavy bass and noise, uh, you know, noise levels that are annoying and frustrating as hell. And it's small, little, petty, little wannabe gang members dealing drugs and things like this. Say something. Don't just sit there and complain to your neighbor or complain to somebody just so they can hear you. You need to do something. And we have far too many people, good people, in our country who are not willing to do even the smallest thing. Call the police. Write the police. Write your city council. Be aware of things going on in your neighborhood. Tell your leasing office. Tell your HOA. Tell somebody. There's there's, there's someone you can reach out to and say, hey, this needs to be looked into. Something as small as that. Pick up trash when you see litter. That's That kind of goes to what I was saying about the broken window thing. You know, people start seeing litter everywhere. It, it just builds an apathy to the neighborhood. Like, oh, okay, everybody's doing it. Why not me? Who cares? Just turn a blind eye to it. And then your neighborhood turns into, you know, a shitty place to live. So that, that's been on my mind as well. You, you guys out there, wherever you're at, do your part, even the smallest, the, the absolute tiniest little thing that you can think of, to improve your community and help it spread. It's basically like a pay it forward thing in a way. You're, you, you know, do any little thing you can to try and improve your community. Let's stop allowing this spread that is rampant now throughout our, our country of just this apathetic, anti-social, anti-authority, I don't give a fuck kind of behavior. Okay, I'm going bl- to be, I'm not going to be considerate of my neighbors. I'm going to blast my music at all hours. I'm going to throw trash on the ground. I'm going to race up and down the streets on an ATV. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Well, there is something you can do about it. Start pointing out these people. Start keeping aware of them wherever you're at. That is something that you can do. It's something I'm passionate about because I'm just, I'm tired of it. We, we have allowed generation now, or two, really, to believe that your actions don't have consequences and your actions are your actions alone and they don't affect other people, so screw them. No. We have a society that has a total lack of respect for other people's privacy and and right to a, uh, you know some semblance of peace and quiet. And it's something that I deal with where I'm at, and I'm sure many of you do as well. It's, it's something that we've got to do a better job of. Stop being apathetic and start doing something. I see a lot of people with what's going on with schools and, and things like right now with CRT and all that running for school council. That's what I'm talking about. 
anything that you can do time-wise, that you can put some effort into to make your community better. Do it. Um, next, I was thinking about... It's it's a little bit related to um, a podcast episode I heard from Ryan Mickler on Order of Man. And it's uh, just... That's why I love you know, listening to guys like him and then even engaging with people is um, just this exchange of ideas that, you know, we're human. We forget about sometimes. So it's it's always good to be reminded of lessons that have been passed down by generations. And he was talking the other day about small steps, you know, and big results. And... I, I really enjoyed it. It was, I think it was one of his Friday field notes, actually. And um, it's something that has really, really been sticking with me over the last, like, year. You know, taking these small incremental steps and learning as I go, going in on something or several things, just taking steps, right, towards a goal, you know, having some idea of where I want to go to and just going and not being afraid or, or not letting my apprehension of, well, it might not work or I, I don't really have everything prepared, not letting that get in my way. So in the last you know year or so, I've, I've done it with this podcast here. I've written an ebook to help other men out there that are struggling through a divorce or separation or custody issues, I wrote an ebook on Gumroad. So if you're listening out there, um, you know, go check that out. I will um, put up the link, or I'll, you know, I'll mention the link for you guys if you're if you're interested in that. Um, so you can. You know, check it out if you're interested. I've been engaging more and more with people that I respect on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Locals, uh, the site that Dave Rubin started, which I love. I have a community there called Our Fellow Man, just like the name of this podcast. You know, guys and people that have influenced me that I respect and have admiration for. And I've just said, you know, screw it. I'm, I'm just going to reach out to this person. I'm just going to and see what happens. You know, they might ignore me. You know, who's this guy who has 35 followers on his Twitter account? Who the hell is he? They might engage with me. And the majority of the time, there's been an engagement that's going on, which is, which is great, which is fantastic. And it's good. You're, you're exchanging ideas or... You know, just for, even if it's just me saying thank you for what you're doing, like I've done with Jocko and with Ryan Mickler and with, you know, other people that I, I respect. And, and so that's what I'm getting at. It's just taking those small steps and just seeing what happens, just going with what you have, you know, be prepared, you know, for whatever you're going to do to some extent, but it's never going to be a perfect start. So just just do it. 
be open to new things, be open to pivot, be open to learning. Oh, okay, well, this way wasn't the right way, so let me see what if I go a little bit over here, what could happen? Be open to that. Um, I want to continue to grow this podcast. I want to continue to grow my social media accounts and engagement with people of high value that, that give me value and then I can give value back to them. That's a great way of looking at it. I've heard many people talk about that. You need to offer them something and they should be able to and they should be offering you something as well. It's a mutual exchange. You know, I want to continue working on these things and growing them and and see what happens. Um, You know, I want to create content that helps people. I want to create content that helps myself that sharpens my skills as far as communicating or writing uh, presentations. So just, just go, just start, and be willing to listen and engage and soak up knowledge that can help you pivot if you need to. If something's not working, start looking elsewhere. Start, you know, just... Just try it a different way. Revise constantly, like constant revision. And, um, you know, I, th- I think you can succeed from that. I think that's a good recipe for success. So, I think that's about it for the weekly briefing for this week, guys. Um, just want to let you know I'm on Locals at RC Smallwood JR26. Okay, that's locals, locals.com, locals app. Um, if you're not on there already, get on there. Dave Rubin started it. Like I was saying, it's it's for content creators. And it is that they are not going to banish you to the netherworld because you wrote something that they didn't like. Um, there's no censorship like that. It's It's a free place to express yourself and share with people and, and build a community and it's it's been awesome I'm on Twitter at Smallwood Rob JR and I'm on Instagram at Bobby Smallwood JR uh, if you're interested you guys can find me there interact, reach out, tell me you've heard the podcast, tell me what you think uh, hey Bob I think um you know, I commend you for starting. Uh, here's something I would suggest, or you know, constructive criticism. That's cool. I can take it. Uh, if you want to be a dick, you know, then I'll laugh at you, and then you'll be you'll be blocked or ignored. So um, it sounds kind of hippie-ish, but I'm really, really respecting guys who are trying to build other other men up and who will accept. The attempt to help them build up uh, as well. I think it's really cool, and I think we need more of it in the world. We need guys to stand together with each other, um, be hard on one another to improve. You know, like expect, hey, let's you know we're working towards improvement here. Um, but in the process and in the engagement and the talks and discussions with one another, you know, you're not an arrogant prick. So you guys can find me on there. All of those uh, social feeds, uh, like I said, let me know if you're listening to this podcast, if you have been listening, if you're new to it, let me know your thoughts, let me know what you think. 
um, and we can, you know, we can chat. All right. Hope you guys have a great Saturday. Again, it's July 31st, one step closer to the end of summer. We're approaching fall. Um, could feel it in the air this morning. I went on a two mile, two and a half mile ruck with a 20 pound plate with my, uh, with my buddy Deacon, my dog, uh, at one of the local metro parks here in Columbus. It was, it was great. It feels terrific outside. There's, you know, low humidity. You can feel just a little smidge of fall creeping in, starting to. And as we turn into August, it's still going to be warm. It usually is pretty warm here through about early to mid-September. But once you start hitting that kind of, you know, in the next six weeks, we'll really start seeing a change, especially at night and the early mornings. So uh, looking forward to it. It's my favorite time of year is the fall. So hope you guys are enjoying your Saturday. Um, This has been the weekly briefing. This is Rob again, your host, owner and creator of Our Fellow Man. And uh, look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Take care. Bye.